0: I'm Michelle Sparks with you, Illuminating Anorexia, Eating, Self and Body Issues. Great to have your company. Today I want to speak about three keys for those who struggle with disordered eating, eating, self, body concerns. In the last episode, I was speaking about three keys for those who care for those who struggle. And today I want to speak about three keys for those who struggle, because I remember well what it was like to struggle and uh, to feel misunderstood to be lost trapped in a world where thoughts of food and exercise and weight control consumed me and uh, i felt criticized by this voice in my head nothing i did was ever good enough and i couldn't explain my behavior to others when they tried to understand I remember when I was first in that place of um, parents being really concerned and, you know, just come on, just eat and stop exercising and etc. I couldn't explain why I was behaving the way I was. And I was really concerned about the added um, burden or stress I could see my parents struggling with. I mean, I... My anorexia, that journey into that place for me, had been a lot about trying to feel better about myself, less of a burden, um, that was one aspect, and just better about myself in every way, and yet here I was with a problem that was now causing the very thing I least wanted, which was concern. And you know, as I said in the last episode, every person is unique, every story No two stories are the same. No two set of circumstances are the same. And uh, if you are struggling with disordered eating, if you are feeling fearful, anxious, guilty, out of control, if thoughts of food and weight and controlling calories and kilograms consume your everyday life, if you're negative and critical towards your body yourself, if you feel sort of locked in a little world where really... Most people, you either push them away or they can't get in because they don't understand. And when they don't understand, it hurts even more. It's hard to explain behavior that often to ourselves has become quite inexplicable. And, uh, you know, depending on where you are along that spectrum of struggle, from early days to more um, acute, more chronic, will depend a lot on what sort of help you may need, apart from just the care of those who are around you assuming that they are caring people. Um, But here's three thoughts, three keys for those who struggle. The first is compassion, compassion. And you know, that's the sort of feeling that would be in your heart if you were looking on to someone else that was struggling the way you are struggling. If you could get outside your skin, or perhaps you could imagine someone you really cared about, A young girl or a young person uh, letting you know what's going on inside their head and their heart, why they're starving or restricting, they're binging or purging, how they feel, the anxiousness, the guilt, the shame, the fear, the isolation. If you could see inside that person, if they were telling you their story and it was actually your story, it's a sort of compassion that would flow from your heart towards them. Because you would know that it's an awful place to be, trapped inside that world of thoughts and behaviours that are just never enough, never good enough. That bullying, critical voice, and um, the feelings of guilt and shame and, and uh, you know, different feelings. I'm not going to put all those feelings out there because they're going to be different for each person. And I don't want you to feel... Um, that you have to be a certain way to be struggling in this space. You will know if you are struggling in this space. But I want to let you know the first key is compassion. So how can you get that compassion? Well, certainly, if you speak to someone who understands, who can listen and understand and not judge, and accept that you are a person struggling with your self experience, your self and life experience currently in the best way you know. If you can get that sort of understanding, you will feel their compassion towards you. And when someone else is compassionate towards you, it helps you feel compassionate towards yourself. You can also get it by hearing other people's stories, where it just triggers compassion. You feel compassionate for them and you think, wow, I'm a person like that person and I'm struggling in these ways. And it may help you to feel more compassionate, more gentle, more patient with yourself, more kind. It's about being kind. You know, we all struggle. We all struggle. It may not look like it from the outside, but everyone struggles. This is our human experience. You are not alone in this. But your eating disorder bully will try and make you think that you are, anyone else could get this right, but you can't. That bully, that critic in your head will give you such a hard time and make it really hard for you to feel compassionate towards yourself. So guess what? You need to hear some other voices some voices that will challenge that. You can listen to this podcast. I, in, in talking to other people, uh, I know that certainly in working with them one-on-one, that counseling space, that that place that just holds that curiosity and care and just reflects back to them um, that compassionate, caring attitude. Anyone in your world that can do that with you will help you generate Compassion towards yourself. If you can hear other people's stories, that will also help you generate some compassion. Um, You can certainly read. You know, the free ebook that I offer in the front of my website just tells you a little bit about some of my journey into that eating disorder space. But I've got to tell you, the other book I wrote, Illuminating Anorexia, which isn't just about anorexia, by the way, it's about the whole journey through. You know, binging and purge. Well, I tried to purge. I couldn't do that as in I couldn't vomit, but I certainly did purge in other ways. Um, But it really unpacks that journey and it unpacks it at depth and in a way that, you know, I was really exposing my vulnerable underbelly in that book and the thoughts that were going on in my head and how I was feeling and the behaviors that really, you know, you could feel very ashamed of. I put them out there and I unpacked them both as someone on the inside of that experience, but also looking on now as someone who has recovered. So I had both that kind of inside journey and outer perspective. And um, I really did do that because I know that people identify with that process. They identify with that story. It won't be the same as theirs, but it will be there'll be elements in it that will really help them identify with their own story. And in feeling compassion and that sense of identification, they start to feel some compassion towards themselves. So there's some ways, podcasts, books, other people's stories. If you join a support group, um, read other people's stories. And small group, the small group work that um I did was very helpful in terms of people hearing other people's stories, and that just depends on where you're at in your journey. Sometimes you really just want to focus in on your individual material. you don't want to be in a small group. Other times a group is helps you. And um, you know I don't find I want to work with any two any one or two people the same. Each person is unique, and uh, it's important to hear that and to work with them according to where they're at in their journey and what they need. So compassion, that's your first key. The second key is curiosity. Just as I was saying to those who care for you, hey, it will really help your loved one if you can just come in with a warm, caring attitude that says, hey, look, I may not understand all this. In fact, I don't, but I want to. I want to understand. I want to get alongside you and support you, but I can't do that unless I know what's going on for you. Can you tell me what's happening for you? What's going on? How are you feeling? What do you need from me? How can I help you? They might be some of the questions a carer could ask you. But I'm thinking about you being curious with yourself. And maybe you could just, you know, when you are struggling, you might, you know, if you have done any work, if you've kept a food diary, if you've done any of the work that is in the 4x4 Freedom Express you can start to track those situations um, that actually trigger difficult feelings or thinking or behaviors. And you can start to step back from the, them a little bit and start to go, okay, what's going on for me? Both inside, but what was going on around? What, what, what was going on that might have triggered some of that? And often you can find some patterns or some specifics in your situations, in your thinking behaviors, your feelings, what you do with those feelings. Just being curious helps you to step back from the automatic reaction and start to actually just take a step back and go, okay, why am I reacting like this? What's going on for me? Breathing, centering, just, you know, you may well need some help with this. And usually if you are struggling, and I assume you are if you're listening to this, you will need some help with this. The 4x4 Freedom Express can help you with this. Individual work with myself or someone else can help you with this. But you do want to, uh, number one, have some compassion. And number two, start to be curious about what's going on when you are struggling. What are the things that are triggering you? You know, you will definitely be triggered if you are not eating regularly. But even if you attempt to eat regularly and you can't or you under eat or you overeat or you notice that you're feeling very anxious, what's going on? What's happening around you? What's, has there been some sort of interaction? That has, has there been some comments? Has there been something go on? Has there been a circumstance at work or at school? What's going on and what does that circumstance do to you inside? What thinking does it generate? What feelings does it bring up? And these are things that need to be worked through, really, with someone who's got a professional ability to do that. But you can do some work yourself, and certainly the keys I teach in the 4x4 are designed to help you do that work. For some people, depending on their maturity, and I don't mean that in any um, proud or... It just depends where you're at in your journey. Your age, your life skills, what you've learnt already, all these things come into play. So, your ability to help yourself will depend on your maturity, the knowledge and skills you already have, the modeling that you've received, the support you've got around you, so many things. But, one, so just to recap, compassion, curiosity, and the third thing is support. You know what? You deserve support. You need support and you're not you're not needy or unusual to need support when we even when we don't struggle we need support we're designed to do life together we're not designed to do life in isolation you're not born alone you're born into a family you're born through you come through a mother a father you know you you come into this world in relationship you cannot survive alone we're not designed to survive alone sure we mature and grow up and we become more independent but we will also all be also be interdependent and when you are struggling with anything whether it's a physical health issue or a emotional health issue or a mental health issue we need support We might need more support, just like a physical wound can be um, something like a simple scratch. It may be something deeper that needs medical attention. It may be really serious and needs surgical attention. You may need to be in hospital for a while. You may need a team of people around you, and then you may need a, a, a period to recover. So depending on what's going on for you, you will need support. And what is the support that you currently have in your world? And one of the things that you can do in individual work as well is to start to become better at supporting and soothing yourself because you get that reflected back to you. Maybe you can journal. Maybe you've got someone in your world that you can talk to. If you don't, journal. Start to journal and uh, allow your feelings and your thoughts to spill out onto a page. You may draw. But, you know, if you do have, you will have people in your world, I'm sure. And you can always reach out to professionals, but also other support areas, whether it's a school counsellor or it's um, some friends. Now, you may feel vulnerable with friends. So you've got to choose people that you can trust with what's going on for you. You can always ring up uh, helplines, butterfly support line. You can ring up Lifeline, not just if you're in crisis, but just if you want to have a chat you can do that. You can listen to uh, podcasts, you can ask questions, you can get on Facebook groups, but you will want support. I'm certainly here to support you in the various ways that I can. You can jump on my website, michellesparks.com, to see what that looks like. I've got some free support in terms of the podcast, and I'm certainly happy to jump on a phone call with you if to see if you know what I offer can help you in your journey. Um, I often say one shoe doesn't fit all feet so you've got to find what works for you and it will depend a lot on where you're at but um so that's three keys for you if you are struggling compassion curiosity and support so maybe if you haven't done this already even if you just jump online right now get hold of my free ebook that will at least give you the start of some support. You can also jump into the 4x4 Freedom Express and you can um, have a look at the videos that are uploaded there for free. They will help you but you know there's nothing like personal support. You know one-on-one we are designed for relationship. We work better in relationship. There's a give and take and you know what the other wonderful thing about relationship is that even though you may feel like, wow, you're struggling in an area, guess what? We all are. And there will be areas where you can give out of what you've got inside you, whether it's a smile, a a listening ear, a kind word. You might be able to do something to help someone else, something really simple. It might be to do a bit of gardening for someone or, you know, help get some shopping for someone who's, you know, inside because of some health condition. You can do stuff and that What you can do will actually build your sense of self-worth, and it will help you care for yourself. You'll see yourself as as a worthy, deserving individual, and you are exactly that. You are a worthy, deserving individual. You deserve compassion. You deserve curiosity. You don't deserve judgment, but curiosity. Open questions. I wonder what's going on here. Wow, this is really interesting. Why am I doing that? I'm not sure. Maybe I could talk to someone. Maybe I could talk to my mum. Maybe I could talk to my friend. Maybe I could look at getting some counselling support. Who knows? But, but you are worthy and deserving of compassion, curiosity, understanding and support. So until next time, travel well.